So welcome to episode number one of 2021, and I guess you could call this season number two of the Less Is More podcast, uh, because it has taken a whole new swing. And as you know, in the last episodes of season one, <laughs> I think I just made that up, we've uh, we've made our way to Ireland from South Africa, and it's been a very, very big life adjustment, and it has been an amazing adjustment. And uh, maybe I should just tell you a wee bit more about it. So in order for us to leave South Africa, we had to do a whole lot. We had to sell cars, we had to sell houses, we had to, you know, just get all our affairs in order before we, we actually left. And during COVID, it was a very, very tough time for us to get all of this stuff together and to make it all happen. Because for one, my entire business had pretty much folded because uh, obviously being in the in the uh, entertainment industry there was zero entertainment the lockdown was hectic a military lockdown if I could put it that way and it was just really tough so lots to do in not a lot of time so we ended up selling our cars which we had to do so the one we had to sell first um, and fortunately we actually made a bit of a profit on that which wasn't bad considering we had the car for a number of years and you know the market's being down and Obviously, COVID having played a massive role, it was just really tough. So we got that done. Um, we also, in that time, had to list our house because we owned our home in South Africa. So we had to list that, get it on the property market. And coming from a real estate background, I swore to myself, you know what, I'm going to sell this. I'm not going to have any agents involved. And you know what, I should have stuck to my guns because unfortunately it was because of you know, just, uh, just just allowing people to come in, and agents in particular, obviously they want to make the sale. Uh, so my my advert that I put up for sale, you know, when I when I listed the house initially, was agents, if you have your customers, bring them and we can negotiate. Well, again, you know, not staying true to your word and giving in, it kind of stuffed up the sale big time. But anyway, long story short. Um, we had to we ended up starting to sell everything we had you know that we weren't going to bring with because we we're only going to bring a small amount of stuff with to Ireland which we ended up doing and thank God for that because that actually helped us uh, through the pandemic I mean we we're selling stuff illegally almost you know basically putting stuff on Facebook marketplace and on uh, you know the online portals things like uh, Gumtree and all that and we sold most of our furniture we sold most of what we had um and stuff that you know we ended up living quite frugally for a long long time and due to the money that we made from the stuff that we sold we actually lived through COVID, and we managed which is pretty incredible uh considering that there was no income um it, it was tough it was really really tough so anyway we got through all of that and uh but the harsh reality was that in this industry that I'm in, you know, doing a lot of weddings and things, you take deposits for functions and events that you have during, you know, in time to come so that people pay a booking deposit so they know they can book you. However, there were a lot of deposits that came in that I had to end up paying back. And the last one, my final one, uh, we ended up paying back now while we were in Ireland a couple of months ago. How crazy was that? i tell you what. So having sold most of our stuff and just keeping enough and in the time my brother-in-law and sister-in-law moving in with us as well 
we had a seven member household which was quite a big household but we ended up saving a lot of money by living together as well because pretty much uh, we had two households in one obviously our food bill wasn't low because <laughs> we, we all ate quite a bit and all in all it it worked out so nicely that we ended up living together because we were moving together as well which was which was fabulous however we had to before moving to Ireland we had to have everything set up here which my wife Wendy and her sister ended up doing for us and they did an incredible incredible job in putting that all together So the sad reality of that was the fact that Wendy and Robin had to fly away before we actually all moved across. So we were apart from them for just over eight weeks and it was a very, very tough eight weeks. Lots of emotions, lots of, uh, I think, fear of the unknown because none of us had ever been to Cork or to Ireland or, you know, where we were planning to move to before so it was quite tough but the uh, the process of course was preceded with the fact that we moved out of our home and the seven of us moved in with the folks who have a massive house in South Africa so we moved in with them for about three months um, and in that time obviously Wendy and Robin came to Cork to set up for us now in that time we obviously ended up selling the house and there was like huge delays in the fact that we had appointed uh, an estate agent against our better judgment to actually do the sale of the house. Anyway, long story short, there was delays in money and fortunately Wendy and Robin had a bit of money to get across with from the sale of the one car. But that didn't make things uh, easy for them either. They ended up staying in a youth hostel uh, in Cork City which was tough in its own uh, and also finding themselves jobs um, which then took us a step closer to being able to move across ourselves. So once Wendy and Robin had jobs we were then able to start looking for somewhere to stay obviously for the immigration uh, procedure to take place for the rest of us. So we found a, a place here in Cork and it was quite expensive but it was able to house our cats as well as a seven person household which was you know that's quite big and and just getting used to the places here in Ireland being a lot smaller than we used to in South Africa was crazy it was really really hectic but staying with the folks it was three months they were so good to us we just so blessed to have had that opportunity and to have had them able to do that for us so about eight weeks later in the midst of lots of turmoil of COVID and also the lack of flights and the potential of the international borders closing down because of the transmission of COVID it was quite serious it was crazy and eventually uh, Wendy and Robin moved into the house I think on the 20th of October we then flew on the 29th of October so in that time uh, in between they're trying to find flights which were like I say an absolute nightmare we got it right we eventually flew out of uh, Durban through to Johannesburg from Johannesburg to Dubai Dubai then uh, straight to Dublin 
and we then landed in Dublin at uh, what's that on the 30th I think we landed there so it was it was a long flight but it was very much a uh, an exodus we made it you know lots of uncertainty in South Africa during that time as well anyway we 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 got here and I'll never forget the bus ride down from Dublin to Cork City which is in the south of Ireland totally different I was just amazed by all the greenery and it's incredible just to see what a different lifestyle it is here you know um, just very peaceful very organized and yeah it's a massive difference the next thing once we arrived in Cork City obviously we had to stay in the mandatory quarantine which was I think it was 10 days or two I can't remember it was a little bit of a blur and in that time that we were indoors lots to do trying to find a school for the children we ended up having a virtual interview online with the school where the children are now an incredible uh, education system here is amazing just in terms of the costs and things I mean the children in South Africa went to private schools which cost us a fortune it was probably uh, well, 30% of our income was spent on schools, <laughs> so just on school fees. And initially, the school fees here, there's it, it, the schooling is actually free, and uh, there's just sort of a maintenance levy that you need to pay every year, which for us at the time was like hectic. But still, compared to paying for school fees um, at the rate that we were paying previously, it was such a blessing. It was incredible. We also then needed to comply with the immigration process. I then had to have uh, my immigration interview uh, with the Garda, which is the Irish police here, the immigration department within the Irish police. So we got that done. Um, and, you know, just from there, trying to find work um, in Ireland is very different to South Africa for example I mean the opportunities were, were great there bearing in mind we had lots to you know lots of experience but I think finding the right kind of work having never really really been formally employed before was tough but alas in a short time we got that sorted and this of course in the midst of COVID restrictions and it wasn't easy but we got through it and that in a nutshell was our journey i'd love to hear uh, from you you're welcome to uh, if you're on anchor to to send us some voice notes in there as well just uh, drop us some comments and uh, i think in the next episode which i'm going to do in a short while we're going to talk a little bit more about the journey and some of the differences of living in ireland as opposed to living in south africa so there we go that's my bit for today on my 51st 51st birthday and yeah it was it was great getting back into and I really want to carry on doing my podcast because I really have missed it and until next time you stay safe and uh, all the best